everyone. It's Dr. Dave. Hopefully you're all doing well. You're having a super week. You're feeling healthy and uh, vital this week, getting things done, having a good time. And I'm here today on Wednesday, August 29th, 2018, middle of your week with a daily health update. I'm going to share some information from six different categories with you today, as always, and uh, hopefully help you keep health on your radar something that you can focus on every day because it's your most valuable asset and uh, should always be in your top three to-do list things on a daily basis Uh, totally become a habit you taking care of yourself we're not going to treat diagnose prevent or cure any illness or disease with our time together however we will invest valuably into your health and you just never know what's going to happen when you do that typically you will get better instead of worse when you're paying attention to your health This first uh, little bit of research is for my daughter. It says that smartphone use during class can lower grades. College students should consider leaving their smartphones and tablets behind when attending a lecture. In this study, researchers monitored the academic progress of 118 Rutgers University students and found that having an electronic device in the classroom was associated with at least a 5% lower score on final exams. The study author writes that these findings should alert the many dedicated students and instructors that dividing attention is having an insidious effect that is impairing their exam performance and final grade. To help manage the use of devices in the classroom, teachers should explain to students the damaging effect of distractions on retention, not only for themselves, but for the whole class. That from the Journal of Educational Psychology, July 2018. My daughter's not quite in college yet. But uh, even for high school students, and, and the, the grades are one thing. You know, I'm, I've become less of an academic in some ways uh, as time has gone by because I know there's more to life than that. However, sometimes if we have goals, dreams, desires, and ambitions, and they rely on that education, then uh, again, knowing a good strategy and some of the inside secrets to helping you get to where you want to be. And one of them apparently is leaving that cell phone outside of the class or turning it off or not paying any attention to it as best as possible when you should be focused on something else i think your brain enjoys the idea of having a laser beam focus on one thing instead of being distracted by many things so good for um, students to know miss health alert does traffic pollution increase hip fracture risk Older women who reside in areas with higher levels of traffic-related air pollution have an elevated risk for hip fracture in comparison to their peers who live in locales with less automobile exhaust exposure. That from the Osteoporosis International Journal, August 2018. So, along with your calcium, magnesium, vitamin D, vitamin K, your weight-bearing exercise... If you live in an area that's uh, more urban and there's a lot of uh, traffic-related air pollution, another benefit to preventing hip fracture is being uh, having a, a, a very good diet that is high in some sources of antioxidants, uh, especially from your fruits and especially from your vegetables and berries, but also considering perhaps a strong antioxidant supplement. Um, and getting uh, sure that any of these toxins that get into your body, your tissues and cells, your body is able to filter them out more effectively by use of um, the free, uh, by use of the antioxidants to negate the effects of the free radical damage. So another possible uh, support system there through diet and supplementation to deal with that air traffic and hip fracture risk. Speaking of diet, omega-3 fatty acids and stress. In this study, researchers examined 2,700 plus 
Dutch adults and found that those with lower serum levels of omega-3 fatty acids had higher levels of inflammation markers like C-reactive protein, interleukin-6, and tumor necrosis factor alpha, as well as elevated evening cortisol readings and a higher resting heart rate. The findings suggest that incorporating more omega-3 rich foods into one's diet or taking a supplement may help individuals better cope with stress. That from the journal Psychoneuroendocrinology, July 2018. Stress creates a chemical reaction in the body, and if our bodies aren't receiving the nutrients they need to best support themselves and adapt in that chemical environment, then it uh, will have an impact on our health and wellness as well. Your body sometimes doesn't know the difference between physical, chemical, and emotional stressors. It reacts the same way, and there will be this chemical component and inflammation, and making sure that your diet is strong in ways of uh, supporting your tissues through these stressors, which we're not going to escape, but we have to learn how to adapt with as best we can. Uh, taking this supplement will help people better cope with that stress response and stress impact on the body. So omega-3, keep it in mind. Exercise. Adding fitness stations to parks. When fitness equipment is installed in a community park, visitors are 41% more likely to engage in higher levels of physical activity than when no fitness equipment is present. This finding suggests that installing fitness stations in parks may lead to improved health in the surrounding community. That from the Preventing Chronic Disease Journal, August 2018. We live across the street from a park and uh, just last year, in the fall, they installed one of these exercise centers, fitness equipment with uh, uh, signs with instructing you how to do various different exercises there and unfortunately my negativity got the best of me and I thought wow like I don't I wonder how often this thing is going to get used and to my amazement and my pleasant surprise starting this spring and all through the summer there isn't a day that goes by whether it's morning or evening that someone isn't on that fitness station and uh, it is getting used and uh, it's great that it's out in the open and uh, some people might be a little bit shy about using that and uh, we have to get over that because it's our health and wellness and everybody should be supporting everybody. But I think it's great that our young people see this and a lot of them are actually engaging in it and seeing other people using it. And I think that has a positive ripple effect. So I love these fitness stations. I think it's a super idea. We need more of them. And uh, we of course need more green space to support those fitness centers as well, especially in our urban areas. On the wellness and prevention side of things, trampoline safety. The American Academy of Pediatrics recommends the following to reduce the risk of trampoline-related injuries. Check to see if your insurance policies cover trampoline-related claims. Restrict trampoline use to a single jumper at a time. Make sure there's adequate protective padding that's placed in the right spots. Make sure the trampoline is on level ground and away from any hazards. Discontinue use if it is worn or damaged. Discourage somersaults or flips. And never allow a child to use the trampoline without adult supervision. That from the American Academy of Pediatrics Journal, July 2018. I've been on our trampoline in the backyard. It's a pretty good sized one and, um, and my daughter loved it. My son still loves it. And uh, I'll tell you, it's a good workout. And uh, it's not easy on the body, depending on what you're doing on there. If you're pretty pedestrian, it's actually good for you. It helps your tissues move fluids around. And it's a workout. It gets your heart rate and breathing up for sure. But um, if you try some things, some different uh, moves and bounces, it definitely has an impact on the joints and the spine. So if your children are involved in this and they aren't even injured, uh, it wouldn't hurt uh, for them to get checked by a chiropractor because the spine does get some impact from the trampoline use. It's good use, it's good exercise, but sometimes the different falls and bounces can also cause some things to sit and move wrong that may not hurt now or cause a problem, but may be left there under the surface until sometime in the future it causes a problem 
and uh, we can negate that by checking it ahead of time to see how well it's functioning. And finally, speaking of chiropractic checkups, on the chiropractic side of things, why whiplash injury risk is greater when the vehicle is at rest. Drivers are almost six times more likely to have their head in a non-neutral posture while their vehicle is stopped than when it's moving. The researchers note that given an increased risk of whiplash injury for initially rotated head postures, these findings provide a possible explanation for why drivers are more likely to be injured when hit from behind while their vehicle is stationary. That from the Traffic Injury Prevention Journal, June 2018. Certainly we found the same thing with people who come in, whether the car is moving or still, but when they're in an asymmetrical position, they're looking one way or the other, the impact on the neck is actually worse because it's not in that stronger, more supple, stable, neutral position, and um, the complications are typically harder, uh, and the, the damage can sometimes be worse. And uh, chiropractic care, of course, is wonderful whiplash-associated disorders. Um, always good to get a checkup after an accident, regardless of the speed. Sometimes uh, the research shows that impact as low as five kilometers an hour can actually have an impact uh, on the occupants of the vehicle. And uh, it's worth getting checked out even if there's no pain. Because again, it's not just about pain. Pain is not a good indicator of your um, level of health. It sure tells you when there's a problem. However, not having pain after an accident doesn't mean that it didn't cause a problem. You want to get your function checked instead. All right. Today's quote comes from Mike Hawkins. He says, the effort required by your endeavor now is not as hard as dealing with your regret later. You know, the pain of discipline is much less than the pain of regret, they say. So be disciplined about your health. Make good choices. Listen, spoil yourself once in a while. Go out and have something or do something that's maybe not as healthy as it should be. Um, and occasionally we need to do that so we get the most out of life and create those great experiences. But in order to have enough of those and to balance out and support it, you definitely have to have more healthy decisions than not healthy decisions in your life. Keep it to at least 51% plus in your favor and uh, life will turn out great. So that's your daily health update for today. I'm going to be back with you again tomorrow. Keep steering you in the right direction, supporting you. Listen, on this podcast, if you're listening to it on Anchor FM, you can send us a question. You can uh, click on a button you'll see and uh, submit a voice uh, question and we'll be happy to use it in a future episode and answer some of your questions. It'd be a pleasure to do so. I'd rather talk about stuff you guys want to hear about than stuff that uh, I'm just regurgitating uh, for the sake of it. There's still some value there, but boy, if I could answer some questions, that would make me really happy. <laughs> so send those questions in. Happy to answer them. Enjoy your day. Create some great experiences. I'll catch up with you tomorrow.